the James Suckling Podcast. Wine ratings, reports, interviews and more. James, how are you? Hey, man, how are you? I'm good. Hi, James. Hey, how are you? Very good. Welcome. Yeah, thanks so much. Thanks so much for your time. So, Andy, when did you start working at um, Alpha Omega? I vaguely remember when Jean um, left. So, harvest of 2020, more or less, started okay. coming around, which turned out to be you know, I, I can't say a non-event because it was a pretty <laughs> serious event. But um, you know, we um, Matt and I, you know, I, I helped blend these wines, the 19s, and then Matt and I really wow. started working closely together with the 21 vintage, which I'm super excited about. So, as I was saying before, I've known Robin and Michelle Baggett, who I'm not sure if you've met, but they're the proprietors of of Alpha Omega. You know, so I've known them for more than a decade, really love what they've uh-huh. done. And, and so, and Matt coming on board, I mean, you'll get to know Matt. He's super talented, very technical, um, but is coming from the central coast. So, you know, not familiar with Napa. So really my, I've been sort of Matt's Napa guide and then collaborator on the blending and such. So, right. So 20, did you, did you make any reds then? Did you bottle any reds? We haven't bottled well, any reds yet, James. We're um, okay. we're planning we're planning to bottle a little bit, a little bit of the best of the best. Um, unfortunately, okay. we had to um, we had to kind of declassify and send off most of what we did. Um, but sure, the, the best fire. of the best is tasting great, and we're going to bottle just a little of it. Okay, good. Well, that's yeah, encouraging. It's it been is, really yeah. a terrible shock for um, ev- you know everyone in the wine industry. Yeah, um, it's a strange, strange spot. And so how with the 19, well, uh, like I was telling you that right away when I tasted the wines, I was like, well, hold on. The wines have a lot more um, fresh, freshness and tension. Although I must say, I always liked um, the more recent vintages of Alpha Omega because I think they already were going that way, um, away from these massive wines that um, I certainly wasn't very keen on him, but I know that um, Parker was when he was tasting, but I was like, it was night and day for me, but I was nice to taste them when they moved out of that towards, you know, more balance. And mm-hmm. now with 19, I could really see that. Although I don't know how much of that was like the, the excellence of, of 2019, like 18 with such a long growing season and making more balanced wines, like just out of interest, how did you um, fine tune the, the blending then, you know, you, everything was already made 19, you know, some people did overdo 19, but most people didn't like what, how, how did you do that? So, you know, James, I think we, when we started working with the 19s, we realized we had some great fruit and, um, so really, you know, inheriting the wines kind of in process, um, a lot of what we had to do was just kind of balance the barrel um, component, new barrel component. So we did yeah. a little bit of kind of early racking to balance the, the barrel component, oh, okay. making sure that the, the vineyards really spoke through, um, you know, the barrel selection as well. You know, as, as you know, we've got a kind of a lot of wines that we can cascade things down into um, and be a little bit more selective for our single vineyard blending. So, you know, we wanted to, we, we looked for barrels that were on the fresher side, um, you know, 
James, I think you're pretty aware that we do a, a lot of barrel fermentation here. And yeah. so whenever, whenever we assemble final blends, we're, we're always kind of looking at that barrel ferment component to bring that barrel character in. But then we've got the new barrels on the tank fermented stuff that goes down to barrel. So we've got a lot of unique components to work oh, with, even, even, even within the single vineyard uh, barrels that we've got, you know, so we, we had a lot of room to kind of fine tune and, and select those barrels and bring them up, uh, bring them up to tank when we thought that they were in a nice fresh spot and not, uh, not let that Oak dominate. And just, yeah, as you say, try to keep that tension there and keep everything fresh and, and, uh, and nice and tight. From my experience too, with that, let's say, um, when people started using that technique in Bordeaux, like, um, Michelle Roland and other people that, um, with age, you actually can't really see a huge difference, but that's like 10, 15 years. Like you couldn't, when they're young, you know, oh, is that, you know, is that barrel fermented? Yeah. But with age, that sort of goes away. But it's just, and it was just funny when you think about it, because that's why it was done to make the wines look a lot better when they were young. Well, yeah. let's say not better, True. but more in that style for obvious yes. reasons. That was the trend in the late 90s and um, like 2000, 2010. But it's really interesting that now we're going back to more of a classic. Well, I'd like to think, I can say in the world and even Napa's to a more classic style like these, you know, wines with tension and mm -hmm. real drinkability where, where you can drink them, you know, you could drink uh, more than just a half a glass, which yeah. sort of doesn't make sense to me, but... Um, I definitely want to drink. <laughs> How have you found uh, the reception from your customers with like, with this style where uh, like Alpha Omega is a really fun place to hang and like people, I don't know, it's more of a big party place than, yeah. than like a, you know, um, serious like wine, you know, wine destination to taste and figure out terroirs and all that. Like how, how have people um, accepted, you know, these wines? And I guess what I'm getting at is like what we were talking about, this trend towards drinkability and tension and balance. Do you, are they like embracing that? Yeah, I, I think that the reception has been just incredible. Um, you know, I think that the the freshness, the the individuality is appreciated, but I think that the the, the our efforts to continue the style and try to blend those two philosophies of what we've been doing with what we, where we want to go has been really well received. And I, I just can't tell you how, um, how awesome it is to hear when people have different favorites and they're very, and they're kind of polarized and it's like, well, that's what we want. You know what I mean? We want, these shouldn't taste the same. So they shouldn't all be your favorite. There should be one that jumps out to you and maybe that's different to someone else. And so we're really trying to do that. And, and I've heard a lot of that, James, and it's been great feedback. And how did the, like, obviously you guys coming in, that was someone made the decision. And what was the decision? Was it the owners or what was it based on? Like, how, did you, you know, what it, obviously the, it took some time, but, you know, how, how did that come about? Um, so it, it was a bit of a long process, you know, um, and James, I've been making wine here in California for a little over 16 years now. And my, my first harvests ever were actually down at Tolosa in the central coast, which is our sister winery. Um, also, oh, okay. uh, the, which, which the Baggots are also owners for. So I've kind of been in the circle, um, and kept in touch 
with the group for these whole years. So in a way it's kind of like coming back to the family. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, uh, myself and, um, some of the other individuals in the organization's decision makers were, were kind of talking about this for a while. And, uh, when the opportunity came up, I mean, it's a once in a lifetime. So, uh, yeah, I, I brought my wife and I up from the central coast and we made the move to Napa and we couldn't be happier. And so are you, I think not all your wines are pure Cabernet, right? That's right. Yep. Uh, there's a lot of situations where we actually pull in a little bit of other blenders from those sites. And, you know, the majority of those blenders go to other programs, but uh, we definitely take a look at them and see if we can bring out, you know, highlight some of those uh, special characters with some of the blenders uh, that we bring in. So not as a rule, James, but we we do the process and just see, see what that does at okay. small proportions to see what happens. Yep. But do you think, you know, with all vineyard, being vineyard-specific wines, it, and Cabernet is the best um, communicator of that for Napa Valley? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, you know, and, um, you know, Cab is always going to be the, the single vineyard showcase. Uh, some of our marketing guys have talked about me be doing a single vineyard uh, with other one of the other varietals, which we may look at mm-hmm. some point, but Cabernet is going to continue to be the, you know, the vast majority of our focus here. Great. Okay. Well, that's, oh, and before uh, I was going to ask you, so sorry, we only had like a um, 15 seconds on 2021. Can you um, like give us a lowdown? Cause I'm hearing so many great things from various winemakers. I can't wait to taste some. Oh, I, I think you're really going to like them just, just based on what we talked about right now, James, you know, it was so dry that the vines, um, they really started showing kind of that impact early in the season. Um, mm-hmm. And so, you know, we saw, I saw ripening and, and, you know, a green deterioration so early in the year that I actually pulled the trigger on a lot of fruit, um, you know, in that 25 bricks range, which is not very traditional for AO, but the flavors were there. And, you know, that green notes, wow. those green notes were burned off so early. And I think that, you know, because so much of the ripening and the flavor development patterns patterns were driven by the dryness, that that degree of dryness really set some vineyards off very quickly in the year. But the, the vineyards that had the deeper soils, the heavier soils, they actually held on a lot longer. So what I think we're seeing is a lot of individual individuality from site to site. And um, that, that traditional um, ripening curves and picking times were kind of thrown out the, the window this year. And, mm-hmm. you know, there was a lot of things that were tasting good really early in September. And we went and got it because, you know, the bricks were there. Uh, the flavors were, were really nuanced and balanced and complex um, and not into that ripe profile yet. So I think that this 21 vintage for us at AO really, really highlights what the, what the special sites that we have uh, have to offer and that there's a lot of differences between the wines. So we're, we're really excited about, you know, not just the single vineyards, but we have a couple of blends, the left bank and the right bank that are a little bit more of an homage to France. So, you know, leaner pick, more herbs, more earth, um, less pronounced fruit. And so we've got a lot of great, great blending opportunities. And I think that the single vineyard wines are very unique from each other in 21. Oh, cool. And, and wasn't yeah. the, it was a, a smaller crop too, right? The 19. It was, 
oh, yeah. it was, you know, we, we saw yields down uh, in the 50, 60% range in a, in a whole wow. bunch of vineyards. Um, we saw uh, more often kind of in that 70, 75% range. So, you know, unfortunately coming off the 20, which where we didn't have a lot to work with and we're not going to bottle much. It's a shame that we didn't get more in the 21. Um, but you know, we got to, we got to practice what we preach. We always talk about quality over quantity and, and we've got, got the quality. And was that because of a bad berry set or what, what was the, what, or was it just drought? Just the drought really. Oh. I mean, the, there was such a drought and the vines started the year with not a lot of water. I mean, very early in the spring, if you looked at the soil moisture probes, it, it looked like June, right? So very Whoa. low crops, but I mean, it's great intensity in the wines and good typicity too. I mean, it was fun with Matt. I remember walking uh, the George III vineyard, which I've always considered like very classic old school Napa Valley in a way. It's yeah. always going to make a wine like that. If you wait longer, you're just missing out because, you know, it, to me, it always tastes like classic old, you know, BV. And so yeah. picking it earlier, you're going to get that nuance compared to, let's say, Tokalon or Pritchard Hill, which is going to have its own character. So I'm really excited to line up all those wines. We've already tasted through barrels just in the cellar, but it's going to be fun to pull them all out and, and go through them. Yep. And how are the tannins? Is it more like 16? They're aggressive in spots. Yeah, yeah they I are. And, that. and that, that, that was a big, that was a big, um, a big focus of ours during fermentation is, is trying to make sure we were off skins before things got too clunky. And, you know, in some, in some cases we were off the skins in 10 days um, because, you know, you're talking about <laughs> your, 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 your third day. School your third day in, in your fermentation vessel and there's no juice, you know what I mean? The berries were so small um, that you're, you know, our smaller interns, they were punching themselves up instead of punching the cat down, you know what I mean? (laughs) So they couldn't get it. And uh, so, yeah, we had really small berries in a lot of cases and a lot of concentration. So yeah, that, that when that seed tannin started creeping in when, and during alcohol accumulation, it came in fast. So Luckily, our our team here was really nimble and reactive, and we were able to just stick around and get things off skins until it was done. So, you know, when when the numbers started coming in early, and we were looking at these berry diameters, we're like, we we were really going to need to keep an eye on tan and balance because we knew we had the nuance. You know, we knew we had individuality, and um, as you know, you overload that tan and pool, and you lose a lot of yeah. resolution. So, would you guys have used any pressed wine or not? You know, we declassify almost all of it down to the okay. Napa programs, um, you know, it, and if it's clunky, we, you know, we'll, we'll clean it up a little bit. But, um, you know, we used in 19, we used a little bit of press just to bring in a little bit of structure. And I, and I think yeah. we're probably in a situation in 21 where we're going to have the same, um, you know, I think with a little bit of that paranoia, there's probably some room to build in a few of the, in a few of the vineyards. And we'll take a look at that press cut to make sure we've got the structure we need. Oh, this is a cool conversation. It's really like I'm going back in time or something. <laughs> you know, 10, 10 day, you know, um, alcoholic and maceration 10 day. It's like nuts. Man. Yeah, it's like yeah, those cool. old days, right? Mm-hmm. And, then that, and then they would use press wine afterwards. So that was the classic Bordeaux way of making wines. Yeah. So it's, and, I, it, and it all makes sense. And also picking earlier. Um, go, you know, Bricks is dialing back and, um, well, you guys know, that's like, that's the trend with, with, with a lot of, um, 
I'll call you guys young winemakers. That's young compared to me. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but anyways, it's really cool. That's really exciting. And I think that um, Andy knows too, a lot of times when you're drinking, when you're having dinner with some um, winemakers, you know, they're all like just loving drinking old Napa wines, you know, from the seventies and sixties. And, and finally it's like, okay, I'm making that stuff, but like in a modern way. Yeah. I think that yeah. that's, that's what I, is really exciting what's going on in, in Napa. Yeah, that's like a that. great trend for sure. 